You're listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie, with your host, certified life and spiritual coach, Naz Rose. Hello and welcome back to Third Eye Talks, dear listener. I am your host, certified life and spiritual coach, Naz Rose. Welcome back to this episode of Third Eye Talks. It's a very, very special episode for me. We're going to be discussing inner child healing. And this is one of the things that has made the biggest difference in my own personal uh, journey of spiritual and personal development and healing. Inner child healing really, really changed and shifted so much of my life. So I'm very excited to share with you today some details about what you can do to heal your inner child. Before we begin, I just want to let you all know that my course Manifesting with Naz is live and I'm so excited about it. And I want to say thank you to those of you who have already purchased it because I saw orders come through and I was so excited. I love the topic of manifestation is probably I would say my top favorite uh, topic. I love energy. I love manifesting. I love working with universal energy. It's just, it's amazing to me and it's something that I love. So to be able to share it with anyone out there pretty much who is open to this topic is just such a gift for me. So if there's anything that you are trying to currently manifest or you want to learn how to use manifestation and how to use the law of attraction and how to use energy to bring things to life that you want, then I encourage you to go to Believe It Life Coaching and to click on the Manifesting with Naz uh, picture and link. It's going to take you to my online school, which I'm building over on the Thinkific platform. So the course is a 10-day self-led audio course. And every day you're going to get an audio and the audio is then going to lead you to the, the worksheets and the exercises, as well as journal prompts. It is a steal at $17.99. And I am putting it out at this price because, like I said, I love energy. And I feel like if I can offer this to people at an affordable price, then they can go off and manifest these incredible lives. And this makes them happier. And then it makes the collective happier. And that is really my goal in life is just for everyone to experience more joy and to get the things they want because we deserve it. We deserve it. My manifestation method is is slightly different from a lot of what you'll hear out there, but it has worked for my clients my clients and myself, um, and I've developed it through my own experience. So what are some of the things that I've had myself and clients manifest? Money, moves across the country, partners, okay, lovers, uh, job opportunities, uh, creating their own businesses, um, creating incredible habits, and just overall joy. So go and check it out. Now let's get into, and by the way, if you have any questions on the course or, um, you know, need more information before you purchase, please reach out to me. Um, I am available always on info at believeitlifecoaching.com. By the way, if you are an energy person and you don't need the course for yourself, but you know somebody who does and you want to kind of get them started, 
also you can gift the course to somebody that you love. So let's get into inner child healing. Why do I love this topic? And why do I say, what do I mean when I say it's near and dear to me? Uh, my, my childhood was, it was a wonderful childhood. I, I can't say that I have any complaints about it, especially now that I have uh, done the personal work of processing a lot of what happened. Um, as a child, I was born into a family where my older sibling, my brother, who was seven years older than me, had gotten polio when he was two years old. And uh, and we lived in Colombia. And just by that nature, the nature of being born into a family where there is a disabled child uh, already creates kind of a, a situation where you have to make way for somebody else, right? So when I was born right away, I my parents loved me, but I had to make way for my brother. And it's one of the things that I tell people, I have no animosity about that because I had a soul contract with my brother and, and our soul contract involved him showing me through him being in my life and me being born after him, how to make way for other people, how to create space for others who needed more than we do. And I think he was my very first person who showed me how to be a great coach and how to be a great healer, because um, it's really important in this profession that you can make space for other people. It's probably the most important thing. So being born into that family um, already, you know, there was some stuff being worked around having uh, that kind of family dynamic. Then um, somewhere around a year old, my father left Colombia and came to the, United, to the United States. And I didn't see him again until I was eight years old. Uh, my mother and brother followed him when I was about five years old uh, to seek better medical care for my brother. And at that point, uh, I stayed behind in Colombia, and all three of them were here in the United States. Initially, it was only supposed to be, you know, a little while, but a little while turned into years, and I didn't get to see them for a very long time. Now, as you can imagine, as an adult, I have processed that. But as a child, I think that I didn't really um, understand some of the the things that I had, I guess, lost or that I had to work through. Um, and so having that situation and not having parents or my family around, I mean, I had my grandmother who, you know, I love and adore um, and my aunts and my cousins and, and I still had a support. I still had family, but I didn't have my parents and I didn't have my older sibling. And when you lose that, you lose a sense of safety. Now, why do I tell you this, this part of my journey? I say it because many of us in childhood have experienced something, maybe not to this degree or, or not this exact situation, but we've, we've experienced something that shook our sense of safety, right? Something that changed uh, how safe we feel our foundation is. And so 
if we experience that or we experience anything else, uh, parents who don't love us or who don't show us the love, uh, abusive households, uh, loss, tragic loss very early, a, a lack of connection uh, in our lives. We all have something in childhood that shook us a little bit. And what happens is when we get older, certain things start to happen. Uh, we begin to feel like we have to look for that thing that was quote unquote taken away from us we feel that we have to look for that from other people and we look for it relentlessly, right? We look for security through, uh, let's say my, with my example of security being what, what got shaken in childhood. Uh, we, I was seeking that safety from jobs, from partners, from uh, keeping the status quo and not shaking things up too much. I began to seek that safety everywhere else uh, except in myself. So for somebody else, it may be that they didn't experience that unconditional love from their parents. And if they didn't, what happens a lot of times is that they grow into the, the teenagers and the adults who continue to seek love from others without realizing that it really has to come from within. So once we can identify what it is that was shaken in childhood, if anything, right? If, if something was shaken in childhood, then we want to go back in and we want to heal the inner child by having the conversation with that inner child and telling them three important things. Number one, we're going to go back in and speak to our inner child. And there are an unlimited amount of meditations that can help you visualize and get into a meditative state to speak to your inner child. Just do a quick Google search, YouTube search for guided inner child healing meditation, and you will find an entire list of meditations that will help you. Once you get in contact and can visualize yourself somewhere with you at about you know, six, seven, eight, uh, up to about 10 years old. If you can go in and visualize and talk to that child that you were, you're going to want to tell them three things. The first one being, I'm not here to heal or change who you are. I'm here to remind you that you were always wonderful, that you were always perfect that there was nothing wrong with you. There's nothing to be healed. There's only a, a sense of confidence and unconditional love that you have to embrace for yourself. Anything that was told to you as a child other than you are wonderful was a lie. So we want to remind the inner child that they were perfect as they were, and that they don't need to change anything about themselves or continue to function in a way that isn't authentic to who they've always been. Number two, we want to go in and tell the inner child, I know that you keep looking for this thing that 
wasn't out there and fully present for you or that was taken from you or stolen from you at a young age, whether it be love, connection, security, stability, loyalty, fun, uh, um, uh, self-esteem, whatever it was, you keep looking for this thing, for this emotion from outside of you. And you don't have to do that anymore because I am here to give you this. It is me. I am now the parent for you. And I am here to give you this thing in so in such a way that you stop looking for it from outside of here, from outside of me. So we want to tell the inner child that we are the source of whatever that was. To use an example, again, in my situation and when I did inner child healing in my own journey, what I went back in and, and I and told the, the little girl, you know, at five years old, uh, I just, I could picture her face so vividly. And I just said, you don't have to look for security anywhere else. I will create the security for you. I will give you a sense of security. And more importantly, and let's remember this, when we go back in and we tell the inner child that we are now going to be the source of everything, of this, everything or this one main thing that they have been looking for outside of themselves. What we also want to confirm and make sure that we do is that we stick by our promise and we make decisions that confirm that we are that source over and over. So for example, if you are someone whose security was shaken or whose sense of safety was shaken as a child, you go back in, you tell the inner child, stop looking for this sense of safety from other people. It comes from within yourself. It comes from me. And now I'm going to make decisions that confirm that for you. So for example, I'm going to make sure that I create a wealth plan. I'm going to make sure that you have a proper uh, budget so that you can make sure you're always going to have a roof over your head and that your needs are going to be taken care of. I am going to make secure and stable decisions that help you feel safe. So we want to make sure that any promises that we make to our inner child, we begin to practice actively day to day. And number three, we're going to go back in and we're going to tell the inner child that they can play. They can play. And our inner child is going to love this. And because they do, again, we're going to stick by what we tell them. So we're going to make room for play. Go back and think through with your inner child. What was something that you loved to do as a child? And whatever that thing was, do the adult version of that or even the child version of it. So for instance, as a child, I loved everything that had to do with teaching, with writing, with reading, with you know anything that, that spoke to the teacher in me. And as an adult, that translates into journaling, 
which I love to let my inner child journal as often as possible. Uh, playing with um, with with books, reading books, uh, playing with things that are interesting and mystical, you know, tarot, oracle cards. I allow my inner child to have room to play because our inner child, especially if we have um, a trauma or something that really shakes us as, as a kid, they didn't get enough time to play and be free and be a child because they had to mature somehow. So we want to go back and tell them, now you get to have fun. Let's go and do the things you have always wanted to do. Is it drawing? Let's draw. Is it writing? Let's journal. Is it dancing? Let's blast the music and start dancing like crazy. Is it doing, you know, hairstyles, playing with your hair, playing with makeup, playing dress up, whatever it is, do the adult version of that and allow your inner child to develop that sense of play. Do a lot of work on the sacral chakra as well as you heal the inner child. What do I mean by uh, sacral chakra work? Uh, It's creativity. It's embracing the color orange. Our sacral chakra is where, um, like uh, below the belly button. So where our reproductive organs would be. And we want to do a lot of that, a lot of work around that, around that chakra, embracing the color orange, eating our orange foods, uh, making sure that we do a lot of stretching in that area. We stretch, do yoga stretches. And I have some of these on my website, by the way, if you, uh, I have a whole article on uh, healing the seven chakras. So you can check that out on believeitlifecoaching.com. When you get to the homepage, just scroll down and you'll see the article on, se- on the seven chakras. And it's going to give you insight into how to open up that area of the energetic body. As you do inner child healing, you're going to want to do a little bit of that and make sure that your creativity and that your sense of play uh, is open and free flowing. So those are the types of things we want to do as we start the journey of inner child healing. And the thing is, the journey with inner child healing does get easier the more you do it, but it's a consistent relationship. So you are going to be going back, talking to your inner child always, keeping them in in mind, making the kinds of decisions that, um, that make it so that you're sticking to the promises you've made to the inner child. You are going to go back in and celebrate that child. You are going to love them. You're going to shower them with love so that they can stop looking outside of you for things that have to come from within you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and that you have gotten some great information about inner child healing. If you have any questions for me about this topic, please reach out. I, as I mentioned, I love knowing that we can, I can be a source of this information for people so that they can heal themselves and using my own journey as a means of helping people to, to, heal and to embrace their inner child. And when they become better people and they stop looking outside of themselves for, for things that have to come from within themselves, we just become 
better people. We become happier. We loosen the expectations that we have and that we put around other people. And we become really independent. And this makes us so much happier, which makes the collective energy so much happier. So go in, talk to your inner child. They want to hear from you. They want to see you. They want you to embrace them and they want you to tell them how perfect they are. They want you to give them an opportunity to play and they want you to become the source of everything that they ever wanted and to regain that sense of security, love and connection that might have been taken away from them at an early age. Do your healing. And if you have any questions, please reach out info at believeitlifecoaching.com or you can follow me on Instagram, which I would love. I am at Believe It Coach. Remember, go and check out the Manifesting with Naz course. I think you are going to love it. And, uh, and if you have any questions for me, reach out. Good luck with your inner child healing. I'll see you next time on Third Eye Talks. Thank you for listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie, brought to you by Believe It Life Coaching. Follow us on Instagram at Believe It Coach or visit our website for more information, believeitlifecoaching.com.